with the first pick in the 2023 WNBA draft, the Indiana Fever select Aaliyah Boston, University of South Carolina. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast produced in partnership with the WNBA. And we aren't going to waste a single second because we are recording this episode just minutes after the WNBA draft concluded and... It is 11.24 Eastern time. We came rushed back to our hotel rooms because there's so much to dive into, Cheryl. I really, I can't wait. But before we dive in, we have to introduce the Hall of Famer that is on the other side of the podcast with me. She's a four-time WNBA champion, Olympic gold medalist. She's in the Naismith Hall of Fame and a passionate gardener. It's the wonderful Cheryl Swoops. Hey. Round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so excited to be working alongside this dedicated women's basketball journalist, award-winning podcast host. Yes, I said award-winning. And in my opinion, the absolute best fro in the business, the one and only Jordan Robinson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, you are working with Pro, by the way. Thank you. You know, it yeah. barely fits in the frame of <laughs> this video, but it honestly just got bigger by the hour. And I, I love that for me. And this New York humidity a little bit, it's just growing. I thought I love you were going to say it's growing because of all the excitement at the draft. But anyway. <laughs> I love that too. Okay, so we have so much to talk about. We were just at the WNBA draft a couple hours ago. We are here in New York. Like I mentioned, um, we are at the same hotel. (laughs) We rushed back so that we could record. And let's just get into it because we were sitting next to each other the whole time. I was taking notes because there was a lot going on. But I think we both had the biggest takeaway. We're going to talk about Aaliyah Boston going number one and everything. But my biggest takeaway is that I feel like Atlanta won that draft. Do you agree? I do. I I really do. Listen, first of all, shout out to coach Tanisha Wright. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, been in the league, played in the league. Um, She is doing some crazy great things with that team in a short period of time so I would absolutely have to agree with you um I I do believe Atlanta won the draft tonight yeah and so when you break down their picks well first of all I think this is the second year in a row that they won the draft because last year they got the number one pick and Ryan Howard she won rookie of the year you saw everything that she was able to do under coach Tanisha Wright and now they pick up Haley Jones and Letitia Ami here in the first round. Both players that I think can add so much to this roster. And let's start with Haley Jones because, you know, with her game at Stanford, I was able, you know, I was a Pac-12 network host. I was able to really see her grow just this last year 
and kind of be more of an offensive threat. But I want her to even go a step further. I want her to develop a mid-range. I want her to develop a three-point shot. And I think under Coach T, like, they're going to bring the best out of each other. You know what I mean? No, I do. And and here's the thing. When when I look at – all right, let's go to Letitia first. And then Mm -hmm. I'll come back to Haley. I I don't know – no surprise to me, but I don't know how many people had her going eighth. Yeah. Right? I, I think that was a surprise to a lot of people, but there's so much upside to her game. And mm-hmm. when I look at who's on that, the, the dream roster right now, um, no doubt about it, Haley and Letitia both can come in immediately and have an impact. So back to your point with Haley, Watching her play in college, let, let me say this, college and the pros, right? Mm-hmm. Two totally different games. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't care how good you are in college. I don't care what you did for your college team. You are a pro now, mm-hmm. right? And people are coming for you. It's a job. And knowing how roster spots are few and far between, you got to bring it every single day, practice games. Mm-hmm. So when I look at Haley and what her strengths are compared to what her weaknesses are, big guard, like that's yeah. to me, that's the first thing that sticks out, right? The big guard can go to Atlanta, can come in, have an immediate impact, but offensively, she's not going to be able to get to the hole as easily as she did yeah. in college. Yeah, that's you know, a good point. She's going to yeah. have to be more consistent with her her jumper. But but I do believe she has that ability and she also is going to play for a coach who can help get her there. Mhm. Mhm. Well, let's look at this roster. Let's kind of break it down a little bit because we were looking at this roster in our seats as Haley Jones' name was called and ATL is not coming to play. Like they have some talent on this roster and the I'm excited me too like I think we need to go to a dream game we need to get some tickets to fly to Atlanta because you have Monique (laughs) you have Mia Coffey you have Alicia Mm -hmm. Gray who came over from Dallas you have Naz Hillman yep Ryan Howard Ari McDonald like are you kidding and then you have the veteran presence of Danielle Robinson at the guard position, which I think is going to be like, get these puppies organized. She's going to be able to like organize all this youth. But like, this is some talent and some young, hungry talent in Atlanta. Hungry. That's, yeah. I'm glad you put that word in there. And let's not forget Cheyenne Parker, right? Yeah. Had a baby. Kate, look, I'm all for players who take time off become a mom, you come back, get your game back right. Like Cheyenne had a really good season for Atlanta last year. But mm-hmm. to me, young for sure, they look really good on paper, right? When you look at that roster from top to bottom. The sad thing is, I'm counting. Somebody's not going to make the team. I know. That's a, that's a lot of names. <laughs> that's, no, a, that's, that's a lot of names on this roster. Jordan, that's the sad thing about it because there's so much talent and you know not everybody's going to make a team. Mm -hmm. But what I love is when you said hungry. Like I got an opportunity to watch um, Alicia Gray and Nas Hillman play in AU. 
um, mm -hmm. last month. And, and I got to tell you, I knew what Alicia Gray could bring on both ends of the, on both ends of the floor, right? Offensively, defensively, Nas Hillman, she opened my eyes. I love me some Nas Hillman. Mm -hmm. Ryan Howard. I mean, we could talk about this team forever. Here's to me, you know, everyone was talking about New York and Vegas, rightfully so, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And we're talking about the players, the, the trades and all that stuff, rightfully so. But Atlanta Dream, y'all better pay attention because T is doing some things in the ATL. And it started last year, like just watching the their home games watching it on a tv screen you got the feeling like something special is brewing in atlanta there i was we were sitting next to neka gumbake and she was like even their arena how it's it, it feels like everybody is on the court they are packing the house like all of that factors into the atmosphere that coach t is building there and their players want to play for her when you have a coach that the players have the buy-in, they want to give their hard work. And Haley Jones has already said she's ready to work. Yeah. She knows that she's coming into this roster. Nothing is guaranteed. We also know that <laughs> coming after draft night. So you're going to have to work for your spot. But I would to be a fly on the wall in this training camp, this is a lot of young talent. And just looking at this roster, too, you're excited about the future of the W, no matter, you know, where oh, – all these players land you know what I mean yeah oh yeah for sure and you said about Tanisha like players want to play for her right when mm -hmm. I look at her my first thought is she's a player's coach she yeah. played she played in the league um played for some of the best coaches you know play when she was at Seattle I, I just like he's a competitor so mm -hmm. She's going to do everything she can in the seat that she's sitting in now, the car she's driving, to put her players and her team in the best position to be successful. And just in, like, I can't get over how in, what is this, her second year? Yeah. In her second year, when I look at this squad she's put together, they're, they're going to make she some noise. They're going to make some noise. And then she picked, you know, they already had moves in the offseason, but also she picked up Vicki Johnson as her assistant coach coming over from yep. Dallas. So that's just yep. adding to, I feel like, another competitor, a great player, just adding to kind of that system of what Coach T is building there. I think that was a great pick by them with Haley Jones. I really like Ami here going there. I'm with you. I was a little surprised that she was, yeah. you know, one of the early South Carolina freshies to go. But I think it fits perfectly. I'm excited for ATL. I need to get it's, a jersey. It's a good fit for her. They're a good <laughs> – she's a good fit for them, good fit for Haley. Um, you know, when I think about Atlanta again, and, and I know we've been on Atlanta for a while, rightfully I so. know. I know. We'll talk about the other picks, I promise. There's, to me, there's no better – person or people to to lead players or to guide players especially young players in in the w than former players like mm -hmm. t was a hell of a defender 
in the league. Vicky was offensively, defensively, like to be able to bring former players in and have them on your staff and mentor your players and guide your players and teach your players. Like they've been through it. There's one mm -hmm. thing to talk about it and, and say, well, you know, when, when I did, but it's totally different to actually be able to get on the floor and mm -hmm. show them versus just talking about it. So that mm -hmm. I got to get to the A, Jordan. I'm just saying, I, 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 okay, I got to well, get to the A. We're going to book our, our trip after this. Um, we're going to be courtside because we know that that's going to be good. <laughs> T, um, if you're listening to this, we, we need courtside seats. <laughs> Send it, T. Our bags are already packed. We'll, we'll be there. Um, but let's get to the other, let's get to, let's kind of assess the top five draft picks overall because the main thing after each name was called I was just trying to picture the roster that they already have how was it going to fit and are they going to make an immediate impact I think all of those questions kind of came up first so let's start with Aaliyah Boston we knew she was going to be the number one pick I'm so happy that the Indiana Fever made the correct choice um I love her game. I think she is ready for single coverage after seeing many years of double teams, triple teams. And I think the Fever, who has a ridiculously young roster, they had so many draft picks again tonight. The oldest player on their team is Erica Wheeler, who's been in the league for seven years, which doesn't even sound right, so coming, old, out right? <laughs> coming out of my mouth. But let me ask you, how does Aaliyah Boston fit into this team? Um, okay, before I get into that, I, I have to, and I said this to Aaliyah, I apologize to her because I'm a big South Carolina fan. I'm a big Aaliyah Boston fan. So I got a chance to hang out with some of the players prior to the draft. And I didn't recognize Aaliyah. <laughs> She looked gorgeous. I'm not telling you every single player at the draft, like a little bit, we need to do a, a not, not best dress, worst dress type thing, but we need to do like a segment of like, we can who, give out some awards. The best fits. Like who the had fits the best were thrown. Fit? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I got excited about that. But so I'm in the room with them and I go to Brie, to Letitia, and I didn't recognize Aaliyah. Just, just absolutely beautiful. So here, here's the one player that I don't think gets enough credit for the type of player she is, the type of person she is, the type of leader she is. Mm -hmm. And to your point, yeah, she's ready to see some single coverage, right? Yeah. And my question is, how will that change her game? Because mm -hmm. we saw, to me, Aaliyah faced double teams, triple teams almost every night. And she still produced, right? Mm -hmm. So when I think about single coverage at the next level, is some beasts at her position at the next level. Yeah. So it it just makes my first question is 
how will that change her game? Mm -hmm. It's a question because I'm not, I'm not really sure. Do I think she will produce at the next level? No doubt. Like Aaliyah, Aaliyah Boston is ready to be a pro for sure. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about where does she fit with Indiana? Um, it's a good so, question. So it's, had, it's a lot of people. I had, I, had question, I had questions about it, but here's the thing. Like, mm -hmm. like you can't, you can't not take her number one. Oh, of course. Like, like you, you have had to. to, because we've talked about that. We talked about, do they need a center? Not really, you know, because they have so many already on the roster, but you don't not pick Olia Boston because she's clearly oh, the sure. best player in the draft. So, so here's what I think. And, and I've read lots of comments and I've heard lots. Of, I've heard the noise, right? Olia Boston going to Indiana. It's not going to work. They, you know, she doesn't fit or they don't need her position. I disagree. So again, I got an opportunity to watch Nalissa Smith play. Um, AU last month in Nalissa's a beast, like yeah. a walking double double, a walking double double. Queen Egbo, I think I watched Queen play at Baylor. Um, Queen is coming into her own. The thing mm -hmm. that I really like about Aaliyah, I, I don't think Aaliyah, I don't think, I don't think she has to be a five, right? Like a true five back to the basket because Aaliyah can step away from the basket. She has a nice little 10, 15 foot jumper. She thinks she's a three point shooter. She's not, not yet. I'm telling her this. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> um, but here's what could be really scary when I look at that team. If they can find a way to, I don't know which player, but if they could find a way to play a big lineup mm -hmm. with an Aaliyah Boston, a Melissa Smith, a Queen Egbo, I like that this. could be some problems for people. I don't know who I don't know who's your three. Is can can Melissa be your three and Queen and and Aaliyah play the four or five? Or they can all rotate. Like that. I like this so much. That oh could my goodness. be a problem. I, I mean, so, we've seen it work on different levels of just going oh, big. Sure. You can't, I mean, who's going to out-rebound that team? I would run the other way. If you had Aaliyah Boston, Melissa Smith, and Queen Egbo in the paint, ready for every offensive rebound. But just, well, like, Erica Wheeler at the one, you got... You got Henny put at the two. You got Henny. You got, you got uh, Kelsey Mitchell at the two. You got the shooter. Who has Kel. the length? Put Aaliyah Boston at the three, and uh, Nalissa at the four, and Queen at the five. Oh my God, that's stanky. <laughs> you oh. guys, can't, if you're not watching this video, Cheryl just did the stankiest thing. <laughs> Thinking about that roster. That's my, because... oh, that's my stinky basketball face. Like, yeah. And, I mean... and let's not forget if she's if she's healthy, Victoria Vivian, Vivian like mm. she she got a nice stroke too. That there's some good pieces there to work with, is what I'm saying. 
Christy, yeah. right? Christy's the new coach. Christy sides. Yes. Um, yeah. She got some. I mean, she I'm got some good pieces to work with. <laughs> Talk about a training camp. I mean, I'm looking at this roster. There's mm-hmm. 19 players on this roster right now. Like you know, not everybody is going to make this roster, but this is going to be a battle in every single spot. Like even, I mean, think about a late round draft pick. They got Ladeja Williams from LSU, who had oh, I love by the way, incredible I love her game. game, incredible game. She was one of the standouts in the Final yeah. Four. Yeah. Had kind of a quiet double digits 20 points you know 22 points like her pace her she can go back to the basket she can shoot a little floater like I want to sleep on her like she's gonna come into this training camp making some noise no you're right like I wouldn't sleep on her either but now you start really looking at at the bigs you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and you say somebody's not gonna make this squad out of the bigs, or maybe they will, because we were talking about Erica Wheeler and Henny and Victoria. Mm-hmm. So two other and Kelsey, we we know what Kelsey's going. Yeah, be. we know Kelsey's a Kelsey, Kelsey Mitchell can just flat out <laughs> stroke that thing, you know. Hooper, listen. So Christy Wallace played at mm-hmm. Baylor, but has that that international flow. Christy, I think, will also be a nice guard for Indiana, but a player who came in as a rookie and was just that a rookie who I got a chance to watch at AU again, Lexi Hall, Lexi Hall played really good ball at AU last month, man. Man. And Uh Indiana knew what they were doing. Uh Like that was a shock last year in the Uh draft. When Lexi went so high in the first round, she wasn't even at the draft. But uh-huh. Indiana knew. Indiana Lexi knew what they hard. were getting. She plays she hard. Defense. Oh my gosh. But here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's too many names on this roster. <laughs> and it makes with me every sad. team, Jordan. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Unfortunately. I know. But I unfortunately. And I will say what you keep bringing up AU because we've seen, you know, AU the first season was last season. Then the W season after the confidence boost that those players got from playing against their peers in the off season coming into the next W season. I want to do the, the research just straight running the numbers of like, who shot better? What were their averages just from coming off of AU? Lexi Brown is someone that comes to mind. And I talked to her about it of just, she was way more confident in her shot, way more confident in her defense, you know, all of those things coming off of AU. So when you think of someone like Nelissa Smith, who won AU mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. had a 50 piece in the last game, like five zero. that confidence <laughs> five zero just five double zero. checking everybody got that mm-hmm. 50 points in the last game of AU sports you add that to this mix of that confidence boost that she's also going to have to know that she can do that against her peers like that's a different player that from last year that you oh, have on sure. this roster no no doubt for sure and and 
and, and let's not get it twisted as if they need any more motivation. So right. as a, as a player, you, you hear the noise, you see what people are saying, you, you hear what people are talking about and they hear super teams, Vegas, New York, mm-hmm. right? So, so you have to know as a player, you have that in the back of your mind, like, oh, so they're already counting us out. Mm. Like that's just extra motivation for players to come into training camp, work on their game, get better. And, and for coaches too, right? You, you're trying to figure out what, who can give me the best shot at trying to beat a Vegas and a New York. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this, at this point, it's a job. So mm-hmm. somebody is coming for your job every single day. To your point, Jordan, you got 19 players on the Indiana Fever roster. Training camp is going to be a battle because people are fighting for jobs. Yeah. And talking about trying to turn around a pro, you know, a, a franchise, Indiana is trying to have a franchise player. They're trying to, to, go back in time of when, you know, the Tamika catchings years, and they're trying to bring back this franchise to a winning playoff contender franchise. And, you know, we were talking about it. Yeah. These are a bunch of rookie one year players, but in a couple years, these are all going to be players that have some years under their belt, some experience, and they're coming. Like, I think they're just brewing. They don't have anything to lose. You know, they are going to play every team hard. They're trying to get some some eyes on them and their game. So, all right, Indiana, we're going to be looking at you. I like that tall lineup, Cheryl. I hope I hope Coach is, is listening you. to that because I like that a lot. Well, and, here, and, and, and I may not say that about every rookie, right? But Aaliyah Boston, does, does she have – stuff that she needs to work on yeah but I think every player does you should you should always want to continue to work on your game but Aaliyah Boston is one of those players that I think is ready to come in Mm -hmm. and make an impact immediately yeah so I I love the sounds and, and and look of of a big lineup with Indiana all right we have plenty more to discuss we can go on and on but queens of the court will be right back we're going to talk about biggest surprises biggest steal of the night and we may even give out some outfit awards too come on back all right welcome back to queens of the court Okay, Cheryl, who was who I'm curious who was your biggest surprise of the night? Uh, oh, so uh, <laughs> well here here's the thing because my my biggest surprise probably ends up being like the biggest steal, if that makes sense. Because they didn't go as high as I thought they would have. But 
I I I was surprised that Letitia went eighth for sure. To to Atlanta, yeah. she, she was a big surprise for me. Um, I I think everyone else, and and you know what? Maybe 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 Jordan Horston to Seattle. I I would say that. We were on the draft floor, right? And so with the whole ESPN production, there were camera guys all around. And before the pick was called, it, I, there was a camera person in front of a player because they were expecting that player to be called next so that they can catch her reaction. And probably from the second pick on, they had a camera in front of Jordan Hurston's face because everybody thought she was going to go a lot earlier because we know what she can bring. I feel like she can help mm -hmm. any mm -hmm. team, just her skill set and what she can do as another big guard. So when she kind of fell a little lower, I was surprised. I think I think any any team would have benefited from having her. So that's that's kind of what I meant when I said like you can have a big surprise that can also be a big steal. Right. So I was surprised that she went ninth. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I think Seattle got a steal. Yeah. I, I definitely think she will go in and help Seattle right away. Yes. Yeah. They need it. They, they don't got a lot of people there. They, they need the help. And I think that's a team that she can make. Um, I think that's a roster that, that she can make, but moving on to biggest steal, of the night, I think we both agree on this, and that was Brie Beal. She was the last pick in yeah. the third round, right? Yeah. Second round, last second pick round. In the second round. You know, my heart was was going out to her because she was the last pick of the group that was there in New York. But I think Minnesota got a steal. Like, talk about a dog. Like a defensive stopper, I think she is going to come into this league and stay for a very long time. There were tweets, Sydney Colson tweeted, it said, it's not when you're drafted, it's where you're drafted. Swin Cash tweeted and said, it doesn't matter your number, it's about what you can do when you get on the court. So Brie Bill on the links, I think Cheryl Reeve, a very oh, defensive-minded yeah. yeah coach I think this ended up being a great fit for her and I think they got a steal I think they were surprised that she was you know still there by the time they well, came listen, back around I'm just gonna keep it real like I have no idea what some of these teams are thinking I I, I, I don't because if I watch Brie Bill play even even if her game is not where I think where it will be offensively. And this year, she even showed us what she could do offensively. She became more consistent, shooting the three, attacking the basket, nice pull up. But knowing you have something to work with offensively, right? Not everybody can defend. Not everybody can shut somebody down. And in the W, there are some great one-on-one -on -one players. I would take Brie Bill on my team any day and give her the assignment of shutting somebody down so when you say minnesota got a steal no doubt about it they did so mm -hmm. 
like as as a player and and i know i don't know brie personally but i know dawn right dawn is saying to brie no we're not gonna sweat that like don't sweat when you got drafted because minnesota is a team that they need her and she can make that squad no question so you go back and you ask yourself as a player would you rather get drafted in the top five and go somewhere Mm -hmm. where you're really gonna have to fight to make a team or go later where you're gonna go to a team like a Minnesota, if you're a Brie Beal, where you know without question that you're gonna make that team. Oh, Brie, Brie, Brie is going to surprise a lot of GMs that passed up on her. But you know what I told her? I just saw this look she had of defeat, right? And so I just said to her, I said, listen, you are exactly where God wants you to be in this moment. You're you're going to the team that you're supposed to go to. And I know in that moment, you know, it's not what you really want to hear. But I'm I'm excited and I'm happy to see what she's I'm looking forward to seeing what she's going to bring to Minnesota. Quiet as is kept, Minnesota, Minnesota's putting a, a good little squad together too. They are. I'm so excited because she is going to look at all of the mm-hmm. teams that passed on her and she is going to lock down their star player. <laughs> and she is going to be laughing, clapping her hands, doing what she does because I would wake up in a cold sweat <laughs> if you told me Brie Bill is going to have to guard me full court it's co- tomorrow. She's coming. For 40 she's minutes. coming. Alexa's mm-hmm. going, yes. I, I don't even know, remember the number, but going to Connecticut in the second round, I think she was like 20 something. But just like Brie, when I look at Connecticut squad, mm-hmm. I think it's a perfect place for her. You know, Jasmine Thomas left. So they don't, let me see, when I look at their roster from a point guard yep. perspective, Alexis could come in and so Natisha Heideman was their starting point guard would be their starting point guard, I believe. Um, but Alexis, Alexis, she can, she can help yeah. them. Alexis is another dog. She's a dog too. Mm-hmm. She is. And I feel like her, um, I, I feel like her and Natisha Heideman's games are kind of similar, kind of like, can get hot in a hurry. Like I just see Alexis coming in off the bench, hitting her mid-range shot, hitting three in a row, you know, momentum changer, really able to to get the sun going. Especially, I mean, you have Alyssa Thomas you can throw dimes to. Like there's a lot of weapons on Connecticut, even though they still lost a lot of people. I think that's I yeah. think that's another good, well, deal. That's and, a good point. And they got that's a call. Tiffany Hayes. You got oh, Dejanet yeah. Carrington. I, I again, Ooh. I think when you go down and look at teams like their roster and you really look at the players, I think it's going to be a lot more competitive than people were initially thinking when they looked at Vegas and the Liberty. I do. One of the I differences agree. I think though between Natisha and um 
Alexis. After watching Alexis in the final four, now guarding Caitlin Clark. Now you can't shut, I, I don't think anybody in the world could shut her down. Yes. But Alexis, I feel like frustrated mm -hmm. her and like really got in her head somewhere. Now she still had 30, I know, but it wasn't 40. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but defensively, it wasn't 40. I, I think, <laughs> it wasn't 40. It was just 30. But defensively, I think, I think Alexis might be a little better defender than Natisha right now. Yeah, I like that. I Here's the thing. I need a little countdown of how many days until opening <laughs> night because I am so excited to be able to talk about these players and these games every week on this podcast with you, Cheryl, because the talent, like as, you know, we say that all the time. Okay, there's... You know, every team's a super team. There's only 144 spots. It's the hardest job to get. That is a fact. But when we go line by line on a roster like we did tonight on draft night and we see the competition and we see who might not even make a roster and the talent that's there, I, I'm i even more excited. Like, I didn't know that there was a level to even get more excited, but I'm there because, like you said, we're, yes, we're talking about the super teams, but there is so much talent in this league and it's going to be incredible to watch from week one to the finals when we're covering this all season to see who rises, who falls, who really comes into their own. I mean, and we could, we could, <laughs> I can't, here. I have the we biggest smile on my face all night about the draft. Just, you know, the top 10, the top five, and did a player go later than we thought or sooner than we thought. But another player I want to talk about that, that really wasn't mm -hmm. a steal or a surprise to me, but I feel went exactly where she needed to maybe would be Zaya Cook. I thought Zaya going to L.A. Mm -hmm. and then to see how excited NECA was mm -hmm. about that. I think that is the right place for her. NECA was ecstatic. She was sitting next to us the entire time. She jumped up. She ran over to Zaya, gave her the biggest hug. She was already calling her my <laughs> PG. And when we broke it down, I said, Zaya is going to be able to learn from Jordan Canada, Jasmine Thomas. You have mm -hmm. NECA mm -hmm. and Chanae as these veteran presence like they are just going to guide you into what to do, not only just as a player, but what to yep. how to navigate the league, how to be a woman like coming to L.A. They're going to be able to help her through all of that. And I I yeah. also I think that's a perfect fit. Now, I live in L.A. I'm going to be able to have a, a front row seat yeah, to I'm her to growth there too. this season because it's just the, the you know, she's, and, and that's, yes. And it's not going to be right away. She's not going to have a starting spot. You know, there's a lot of point guards ahead of her, but she is going to be able to grow in her game and a leader of a team, especially down the line. Like she's going to look back and say, this was a perfect place for me because I was able to grow my point guard skill set and my floor general skill set 
I agree with you. I, I don't think she'll come in and start right away. But if if I'm coaching LA, I'm I'm playing her more at the two, a shooting guard, than than I am at at the at the PG. Mm. And and I'm gonna let JC Jordan Canada and Jasmine Thomas run the point guard spot and move Zaya more to the two guard spot. Okay. You were talking about things that she can and will learn from her vets. I'm segueing here because I'm going to say the one thing she does not have to learn is how to dress. Because that dress she wore tonight, baby, <laughs> yes, great baby, segue. listen. Oh, okay. She oh. sparkled and she went to the sparks. It was perfect. She had the braces on. And the hair was laid. The hair the was smell. laid. The sparkles Ooh. were sparkling. Okay, so you okay, so your top. <laughs> Did she win oh. your best dress? Oh. I, I could give you my top four. So my top four. You want my top four? Okay. This is your top four draft uh-huh. of best Did dress. Did it be in order or just top yes. four? They gotta be in order. Oh, okay. 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 Um, <laughs> oh, see, now I got to rethink if I got to go in order. N- no order. I'm going to tell you my top four. So Zaya, Brie in okay, her okay, pink fine. and silver little rhinestone, yes. whatever. And the hair was all swooped, no pun intended, to one side. She had the BB Beautiful. chain. Gorge, gorge. Yes. Um, Haley uh-huh. Jones was so filling. The green, the skirt, yes, that the green jacket, the little bralette, the heels, the nails. I was feeling Haley. Alexis Morris. So cute. The suit that she wore, yes. she told me was her grandfather's suit. But I don't know her grandpa. Incredible. But I don't know if grandpa looked as good in the suit as Alexis did. Cause she was rocking that suit. Beautiful. beautiful came in with the sunglasses like the loafers honestly that was a great top four that was a great top four i have to give a shout out to Aaliyah boston's purple hair no doubt especially she also got her braces off in perfect time for the draft so her teeth were shining i love that they were i mean the outfits were incredible this year i mean they definitely watched last year's and we're like, okay, how can I outdo them? But we're going to talk about your draft day <laughs> in the next episode. But you had on a lime green shirt set. Your, your, your hair was laid to a little little bob. If, if that's what you're calling it. If you're calling it a laid I bob, like then it. we're going to roll with that. But it's so, so I will say this. It's so interesting to think about back in the day, 1997, to 2023 the the look the feel of everything was so very different so i don't want to get into that because we're gonna save that for the next episode we're gonna save that for next time i can't wait to unpack that but before we go we want to talk about the tweet of the night which was so so hilarious in the post-draft press conference Haley jones who was drafted by the atlanta dream she mentioned that she knew her phone was blowing up 
And one of her missed calls was from her new boss, her new coach. The Atlanta Dream head coach, Tanisha Wright, tweeted at Jones, hey, girl, just trying to reach you to congratulate you on coming to the A. Hashtag pick up your phone. (laughs) When Haley was told in the press conference about this tweet, she was so embarrassed. And she was like, okay, coach, I'm calling you back immediately. And she did. Let's roll the clip. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Coach, if you're listening uh, or if you're going to see this interview, I'm so sorry. I literally got called, didn't even think to grab my phone. I hugged my mom and dad and my brother. Um, so when I get to my phone, I'll call her back immediately. That is like the worst first impression to have is missing <laughs> missing a call from your new boss. So uh, the second I get to my phone, no matter how many missed calls I have, missed texts, calling her immediately um but you know i hope she knows how excited i am to get to the a uh you know make an impact uh get to training camp just get ready to work and i will tell her profusely all of that as soon as we get on the phone how hilarious is that also kind of embarrassing but i'm so glad that the reporter asked that in that moment because she was (laughs) She did not think her missed call but, was from like, her new coach. But you have to know your coach is going to be calling you, right? To say, hey, welcome. That what <laughs> that may have been. Welcome. That may have been yeah. the funniest thing I have ever seen at on draft night. Like, and she had this look of, oh my goodness. My coach actually <laughs> called me and I didn't pick up. She was so, I felt so oh bad. I know. She's like, I messed it up. Okay, well, that's it for us. Episode one, Cheryl, we did it. Episode one, in the bag. I, I, I'm I, kind of speechless because this is going to be so much fun. And it was real time. You got a lot of our thoughts and us processing things and thinking about the draft and thinking about how all these things fit together. And that's what it's going to be all season long. Queens of the Court will be the podcast home for the WNBA. We'll be bringing you that post-game analysis that you crave, sitting down for interviews with athletes across the league and doing deep dives in the history of the W, which is honestly going to be one of my favorite parts. I, I'm just so super excited that I get to do this with you. And and guys and girls, we are going to be having some really cool guests on here. So make sure you hit subscribe now so you don't miss them. And please follow, rate, and review the show. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And if there's a topic you want to hear us discuss, give us a shout on social media. Let us know. Cheryl's at airswoops22 and I'm at underscore Jordan Liggins. You can listen to Queens of the Court on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The show is produced by Alex Azzi. The executive producer is Lena Moss-Glazier. Social media assistance from Isabella Apple. Imaging from T-Storm Battle.